Renegade Broadcasting. Hard-hitting talk radio. Welcome to the Solar Storm. It is March 21st, 2021. Thank you so much for joining me here at Renegade Podcasting on RenegadeBroadcasting.com. Please check out RenegadeTribune.com and head on over to HeathenHerbs.com for a lot of great products. Go on, check it out. There's some new things up there. You'll love it. Tonight, I have an issue that is just becoming so in your face, so prevalent and that is the issue of trannies. Trannies everywhere. They've been pushing this for a little while now. <laughs> Actually, I mean, if you look back at the history of it, they've been pushing this for a long time, especially with the RuPaul and all of that. Two Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Remember that one with Wesley Snipes dressed up with as a as a woman along with John Leguizamo and Patrick Swayze before he died of gay AIDS or something. But recently... They're just forcing everybody just to embrace trannies. If you don't recognize their pronouns and things like that, you are in big trouble. If you don't love men dressing up as women and adults encouraging little children to have their genitals mutilated, then you're the problem. Not all these sick, deranged, mentally ill people. But before we get to all that, there are a few things I just wanted to mention here. The first of which is that, of course, they're still doing everything that they can in order to silence us here at Renegade. One of the ways that they do this is that they make abuse complaints. Now, because we're hosted with censor-free, which means censorship-free, it's pretty hard to do. But sometimes people are able to find out uh, where the server farm uh, is located that uh, hosts the the Zensor free sites where that actual server is so they are able to make complaints to that place and these abuse complaints sometimes are effective and we haven't been shut down yet and, and even if we do get shut down we'll figure out a way to get the site back up but this one was forwarded to me and I found this pretty uh pretty interesting the company that has this server farm forwarded this message uh it mentions the ip address is one of your servers it is operated and paid for uh so this was the the message that uh was sent to the server farm okay it's one of your servers is operated and paid for by gary Locke, a notorious neo-nazi terrorist who served prison time in germany for disseminating illegal material he was never arrested for terrorism that is absolutely incorrect he's not a terrorist He was putting out swastika stickers. Does that make one a terrorist? Uh, And also translating Third Reich books and whatnot. But yeah, he was... He did serve prison time in Germany uh, for disseminating illegal material. It hosts BritishMovement.info, a national socialist hate site targeting the UK, of which flyers have been posted in London. Oh my... Pieces of paper?! And you are hosting a site like that? I've attached photos. It also hosts Renegade Tribune and RenegadeBroadcasting.com, two white nationalist hate sites that coordinate international terror. We have reported already to Newsweek, BBC, and Jerusalem Post. You are hosting these sites. 
So they're making threats to this company as well because they know that if they were to make such complaints to Zensafree, it would go, fall on deaf ears. But it's just incredible. I'm coordinating international terror. Then why has the FBI not spoken to me for a number of years? Actually, it's been over seven years because it was the white man march uh, that caused them to want to speak to me in the first place. I haven't had a visit since, and I've not been arrested. I've not been charged with anything. If I was actually coordinating international terror, then you'd think you'd have some evidence of it that you'd be able to link to. Oh, but the SPLC and the ADL don't like him. They say he has hate speech. It's called America, the place we're living in. And what we have is supposed to be free speech. But when you got Jews ruling the roast, well, you don't really get that, do you? It's just a damn piece of paper to them, and they don't give a damn about our rights. Because under their rule, the way that they want to govern us, we will not have any rights. We are supposed to be their absolute cattle. But guys, the reason that they have to resort to these underhanded tactics, the reason they have to deplatform and demonetize so many people... The reason they have to put out so many smear campaigns against us is because so many people now are waking up to what's going on. And they don't want us to know that we're not alone. They want us to think that we're just some isolated and fringe group. They don't want white people, and pretty much any people, realizing the score and being able to communicate with each other effectively. So their little stopgap... Uh, measures that they're putting in are not going to be sufficient. In the end, we will win. They're creating Weimar conditions worldwide and national socialist solutions will be implemented to fix the problem. And this time, we won't lose. This time, the world will be free. That's that's the way things are going. That's the way things are going to end up. That's the story I'm telling. Don't let them get into your head and get you thinking along fatalistic lines that we've already lost. No, we have not. Absolutely not. Sure, things are bad. Of course things are bad. But we have not lost. Are you still breathing? Am I still breathing? (laughs) There is plenty of fight left in me. How about you? All right, so now let's take a look at some other things before we get to the trannies here. I thought this was interesting. Somebody had uh, posted this, maybe on Gab or something. You know, veterans today are supposed to be pretty pretty based. A bunch of base veterans led by Gordon Duff, who says he puts out, what was it, 40, 60% dif- disinfo? That was years ago he made that, uh, made that statement. Maybe back in 2012, 2011. But this, this article here really just is uh, over the top. Uh, I didn't know veterans today was so anti-white now. Is America's national anthem racist crap? Time for a change. So it's the senior editor. I don't know who that is. I would assume that if it was Gordon, he would just say it was Gordon Duff. But he just goes on and on about Francis Scott Key, former slave owner. This is a racist anthem. And it says, give me Neil Diamond anytime. The pedo Jew. Give this guy the pedo, pedo Jew anytime over Francis Scott Key and the National Anthem because it's racist. Wow. Isn't that something? I'm not even a huge fan of the National Anthem. As a song, as a, a you know a National Anthem, it's pretty good. But, uh, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't really care that much. I'm not one to say the Pledge of Allegiance and salute the flag and all of that because of what the United States represents. But I'm also not going out there and calling uh, the National Anthem and the flag, oh, racist symbols of white supremacy. So if you didn't know what Veterans Today was all about, I guess now you do. This is uh, this next story is just to show how the media just covers only the stories that they feel push the white genocide narrative, and they hide all the rest of them. This one is from Paul Kersey, you know, stuff black people don't like, and it's titled, His name is Stephen Ammenhauser, 53-year-old white male dies after being set on fire by two black teens aged 16 and 14. And, of course, as with every single story like this that we covered, just imagine if the races were reversed. Honestly, they have 
they make international news stories out of a black man getting his feelings hurt in Central Park. Well, it was a microaggression. She called the police on me and said I was a black man. He got his feels hurt, and it's international outrage. Fire her. But you've never heard of this, have you? You've never heard of this story about Stephen Ammenhauser getting set on fire and killed, murdered. And of course, who's to blame for this? Yes, the black youths. But who's really to blame for stoking all of this anti-white hatred and inciting violence against all white people? Destroy the whiteness. You know who it is. It's the Jewish media. So I'm just going to get the concluding part of this article here. I'm sure you could you could look into this yourself and you just you know what the story is. His name is Stephen Ammenhauser. He was a white male, 53 years old. He was set on fire by two black teens, aged 16 and 14, who doused Stephen in a flammable liquid and murdered in this brutal and vicious crime. Were America really a white supremacist country where white privilege was found around every corner and under every rock, permeating the air we breathe with systemic racism, structural inequality, and implicit bias guiding our every decision, the name Stephen Ammenhauser would be on every tongue spoken solemnly by every child, not George Floyd. R.I.P. Stephen. Anti-white genocidal crimes are taking place all of the time. The media loves it. The, the people who rule over us, the government, they love it. They're not doing anything to try to stop stop this. Oh, anti-Asian hate. you got to focus on the anti-Asian hate from these white supremacists. No, it's black people who are who are attacking Asians. If there's any anti-Asian hate in this country, it's, it's the black people. And even going along with their own PSYOP stories, uh, you, you just have to look back at that Virginia Tech shooting by that Asian. Probably a PSYOP, stage PSYOP itself. Murdering a bunch of white people. You can't blame him being Asian, though. And you can't say it was, it was targeting white people. No, no, no. But the Christian uh, sex addict or whatever he is who's so conflicted about his evangelical roots. Or, uh, he, and when he goes out and kills six Asians and two white people. Oh, these white supremacists must be stopped. Uh, and speaking of uh, sex issues i wanted to since this will segue into our ridiculous discussion of trannies and all of that uh and all that she's all that remember that one wasn't that amanda Bynes, or she's the man there have been so many uh so many movies about cross-dressing there was that one with rodney dangerfield the pedo jew um i don't know i've never actually seen evidence that he's a pedo jew i just assume the ladybugs movie with that uh that's that boy actor who actually ended up killing himself. I forget his name, but yeah, that was that was a good one. Another one about soccer. The one with Amanda Bynes was also about cross-dressing with soccer. Uh, here's the story I wanted to get to, though. Reuters, meet the woman shaping post-pandemic cybersex. Interest in cybersex is soaring as the pandemic has left people subject to lockdowns and travel bans and unable to seek intimacy in the usual ways, according to experienced designer Angelina Alexandrovich. At the same time, the pandemic has also pushed people's willingness to use a tech solution to an all-time high. Oh, guys, yeah, tech solutions, even if it's just uh, masturbating to, to pornography, which is going almost inevitably now going to have lots and lots of she-mails in there. Yeah, all online. Uh, that's what they're pushing. They're pushing this to all these sex-addicted people who are looking for the, the next kind of craziest thing to up the ante, to get a little bit more dopamine. I, I remember the Billy Madison uh, movie where he gets chicks with dicks in the mail, that magazine. Oh, these Jews and their comedy. Really just pushing the envelope, huh? Anyway, Alexandrovich runs a collective called Raspberry Dream Labs, which creates multi-sensory cybersex experiences, which allow people to enjoy intimate moments together, even when they are not in the same place. Because of COVID, a lot of people understand how we can use technology and virtual reality in exciting and expanding, expanded ways. Or should I read that in a Jewish voice? Probably. Alexandrovich told Reuters. Whereas VR used to used to be dismissed as something just for gamers, it has gone mainstream and is being used in intimacy and dating. It's not intimacy if you're using a freaking headset, she added. Um, so you get the whole idea. They're using augmented reality and even looking to incorporate smell and everything. And uh, you know, we've got sensors and all that. 
it's a lot like Demolition Man. Remember that one where they got rid of toilet paper and all these other things? I've gone over this before in the past that seem to uh, indicate the reality that we're living in right now, especially during the pandemic. Demolition Man was very much predictive of the world we're living in now. But they use that VR headset headset for their cyber sex. It's also similar to the movie Zero Theorem uh, by Terry Gilliam, the director who did Brazil and a number of other interesting movies. Uh, yeah, it's all about these kind of cyber suits and, and virtual reality where people can have sex. Oh, it's not sex. It's just disgusting. But this is where they're taking us. This is where they want things to head. And, you know, if it's not having sex virtually, if you're not lucky enough or you're not paying somebody to have virtual sex with them, well, you just buy that sex robot. Save up some of your paychecks and you can have a pretty realistic sex robot pretty soon. Just like those that Blade Runner movie, right? Yeah. Anyway, it's just complete degeneration of everything that we hold dear. And what is this doing? What really is all of this doing? Getting people just to masturbate incessantly, uh, to to rape a robot, you know. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on here. It's just raping robots, just having sex with, with metal AI, uh, and also having this cyber sex type stuff. What's this getting, What's this doing? People just spilling their seed into into anything other than a human. This is a depopulation agenda. They don't want us having actual reproductive sex. And that's the only kind of thing that should even be, be called sex. Because unless reproduction can occur from it, it should not be called sex. That's why man-on-man uh, -man intercourse is called sodomy. It's not sex. That, that, it's just disgusting. Anyway, you know, I have my, my biases. I'm so biased. So biased here. Um, but this is also what's going on with the transgender agenda. They want us to stop reproducing. And when these children have their hormones messed with, when they're taking in all these vaccines as well, especially the new COVID vaccine, uh, when they have sex change surgeries, what's, they're not going to be able to have children. They're, they're hitting us from so many different angles to ensure that we don't have children. And you know what? It, it, sometimes it's just ending that person right then and there. Not just making them infertile, but getting them to kill themselves. That's what these lockdowns are doing, isn't it? It's getting all these children to kill themselves. There's something about a quarter of children have thought, had thoughts of suicide during the pandemic. Even though children... Uh, according to their own official statistics, have almost zero likelihood of catching and uh, dying from COVID. But yet they're being forced to wear all these masks to socially distance in school, to, to have little cubes built around their desks. This is so sick. They want children to kill themselves. And let's talk about the trainees. What happens to all these children who start to to decide that they're gender fluid and then, they'll, oh, they're the, a different gender and they start to have these surgeries. The incidence of uh, suicide skyrocket. It's not because there aren't enough support systems and, oh, we just don't accept them up. No, it's because they have gone against their own biology. They're so screwed up in the head and now their body's screwed up too. And instead of trying to help them by, you know... I don't even agree with necessarily giving, let's say, a boy who feels like he's a girl, giving him uh, testosterone as the first measure. But that would be make a whole lot more sense than saying, "Here, here's a bunch of estrogen. Here, we're gonna uh, we're gonna put some fake breasts on you. We're gonna cut off your penis." I think it'd be much saner to give that boy some some testosterone and say. Okay, you know what? There are a lot of endocrine disruptors in this environment, so we're we're going to try to try to help you out here, develop uh, the way that you're you're supposed to. Nope. Chop off his genitals, give him some drugs, and everything will be just great. Maybe he'll even be able to fool a a cisgender male into having sex with his uh, gaping wound until he discovers that uh, you know it's not real. Oh God. Oh, God, I don't want to think about the neo-vaginas. Oh, so disgusting. And speaking of neo-vaginas, the Matrix, come on, guys, where 
where Neo and Trinity both look like each other. It's very androgynous. And then you have the creators, you know, the creators of the Red Pill, the Wachowski brothers, both becoming Wachowski sisters and getting Neo vaginas. Oh my gosh, thanks, Jews. But just let's take a look at, at the Google News here results. I just searched transgender. Uh, and this just is going to bring me the latest news stories that, that Google News is featuring. Harm and pain of laws banning transgender youth from sports teams is real. Uh, forget about feminism. Forget about girls and women's rights and all that. We got to have men dressed up as women beating the crap out of them in these sports. Otherwise, the trannies will feel oh, so neglected and oh, the pain. Epidemic of violence against transgender people continues with stabbing. A lot of times it's actually uh, the blacks who are doing this, the stabbing. But they're not going to mention that in these stories. I don't even care to go look. Transgender woman stabbed multiple times in Germantown. Probably a German in Germantown. <laughs> Just like in, uh, what was it, uh, Cincinnati? Or was it, no, Cincinnati, where they have Over the Rhine, where it's all black now. Oh, man. They changed all the names, too, after, I think it was after World War One. Changed a bunch of the names to make them less German. Anyway. South Dakota governor pushes changes to transgender sports ban. State bills restricting transgender athletes threaten clashes with NCAA. For transgender people, finding housing has become even harder during the pandemic. They don't care about anybody else. You know, you got a, a white family out there in the streets. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, we got to worry about the transgenders. Transgender youth face higher risk of conditions that affect heart health. Of course. So why are you trying to make all these youth transgender? Trans women are women, period. No, they're not. Durham transgender woman says Women's History Month should include all women. They're not women. Do they have XX chromosomes? Do they? Trans women are women, period. No, they're not. Can we just speak openly? No, you get fired for that. Candlelight vigil held in East LA for transgender woman killed. Rayana Pardo. No no candlelight vigils for white people who are killed, right? No. Missouri dad's testimony against transgender sports ban goes viral. Let them have their childhoods. How about let girls have their own sports? Remember Title IX and all that? How about that? How about not forcing uh, girls to play with, with boys who have completely different biology to them? Education department is not likely to oppose transgender athletes competing as women. Political dispute over transgender rights focuses on youth sports. Yeah, that's what we're seeing a lot of, right? Stella Keating becomes the first transgender teen to testify before the U.S. Senate. Yay! Actor Elliot Page wants to advocate for other transgender people. Yeah, remember that the actress from Juno? Well, she cut off her breasts and is calling herself Elliot now. Oh, so heroic. Yes! Almost as heroic as Caitlyn Jenner. Bruce. Oh, man. I I could go on and on. Just so many stories just in in a couple days. It's just disgusting. So disgusting. Here's a little uh, video I found. A little news report on BitChute. This is... Oh, this is heartwarming. Let's see. It's a first for one major local beauty pageant. A transgender person is now the reigning queen. Kim Passoff spoke with her, and Kim, she won the Miss Silver State. That's the biggest preliminary competition for the Miss Nevada USA pageant. Yeah, that's right, John. Cataluna Enriquez, who is transgender, has won transgender pageants before, and she's entered cisgender competitions, but this is a monumental win. She will now compete for Miss Nevada USA, the state pageant leading to Miss USA and Miss Universe, pageants that were once owned by Donald Trump and two of the most coveted crowns in the pageant world. The Silver State USA is this Cataluna Cataluna Enriquez loves... What's the message here? That fake women, men, men are actually more beautiful. More beautiful than real women. Men pretending to be women are just more attractive than real women. This, this is not by any objective standards. This is not actual people who are determining this. It's all a political agenda that is playing, playing out here. It's not real. Nobody actually thinks you're a beautiful woman. You're a freak. 
almost everything about pageants, the glitz, the glamour, and now her new crown. From a pageant that not only welcomed her, but embraced her. The Silver State competition was a great experience to me. Oh, it just feels so beautiful now. Everybody recognizes how beautiful I am as a beautiful, glamorous woman. Oh, every, they were just so welcoming. <sighs> it was honestly a celebration of womanhood and diversity and just celebration of being your true self. But the road to the crown has not been that of beauty queens before her. Because I always had mixed emotions and mixed experiences when it came to competitions. In another pageant, not in Nevada, when organizers found out she was trans, everything changed. I was asked to provide documents that were invasive, in my opinion. Oh, you were asked to provide documents that were invasive. They found out you're a guy, and they wanted to figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, they, why are they questioning me? Or, I mean, why are they questioning me? Obviously, I'm a woman now. Uh, basically asking me to get a letter from my doctor. She was required to meet with a doctor who had to examine her and certify that she was female before Kat could compete. She's not female. A, a, a doctor cannot certify that, that, that she's female, that, that he is female, excuse me. And uh, any doctor that certifies that this freak is female should have their license revoked. They should not be able to practice medicine. What was really interesting was one of the photos of this tranny uh, featured it dressed up as the Statue of Liberty, which some people have alleged over the years that that's actually a man. Anyway, I'm not going to play the rest of that. You get the picture. But what I find interesting is that this actually is nothing new. Donald J. Trump, back in 2012, had actually reversed the transgender ban to allow for a big old tranny, a 6-1 tranny, Jenna something or other, Jenna Sakalova or something, let me see, uh, Tala, Talakova, to compete in the Miss Universe pageant. Uh, did not win. Just things were not progressive enough back then. But Trump was trailblazing here with the trannies, and uh, he loves the, he loves the trannies. Let me just tell you that. Even Rudy Giuliani dressed up as a woman. I mean, not the most attractive thing, but to Donald Trump, he's just got a motorboat. It. You know what I mean? Uh, so back in 2012, Trump reversed that ban. Let's just play a little news clip here. Well, we went by the laws of Canada and the laws of the United States, and those laws say that she should be allowed to enter the pageant. So she will be entering the Miss Canada pageant, but we went strictly by the laws. You heard it. Donald Trump has just revealed the showbiz tonight. He's reversing course, and he now is letting transgender beauty queen Jenna Talakova compete in his Miss Universe pageant. Now, she was originally disqualified when pageant judges discovered she was born male. And I just want to mention... This six foot one thing actually makes me think of Ivanka and maybe even Melania. Now, oh, those conservatards, when you say that Melania could be a tranny or that uh, Ivanka could be one, ooh, you better watch out. They love those six foot one freak shows. Isn't that just interesting that his wife and daughter, both six one, massive women, that is a. That's a big woman. Now, uh, Baron has grown very tall, so they could just have tall jeans. Uh, that would explain Ivanka. And maybe he just has something for really tall women. But, oh, you look at some of the earlier photos of them. Those could be trannies. Just just saying, just throwing it out there. You've heard it before. And this probably won't be the last time you hear it. <clears throat> but here is the thing. Trump's about face may be too late and not enough. I can tell you, Jenna Talakova has already hired Gloria Allred to represent her. Gloria just held one of her famously provocative press conferences with Jenna in tow. And Shobis Nice Nichelle Turner followed every minute of that presser as it went down. So, Nichelle, what can you tell us about the beauty pageant that seems to be quickly growing into a three-ring circus here? <laughs> Oh, yeah, AJ. You know, Donald definitely told us that he's letting Jenna compete in the Miss Universe pageant. But Gloria Allred, she's still firing back and hard. Watch what she just told the world. She did not think for one moment 
that what she might have looked like at birth would be relevant. She did not ask Mr. Trump to prove that he is a naturally born man or to see the photos of his birth to view his anatomy to prove that he was male. It made no difference to her. Why should it have made a difference to him? <laughs> because it's a beauty pageant for women? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just throwing it out there. Now, Trump, this was not the first time that Trump had just loved the trannies. Actually, I mean, he has a long history of this. Um, of course, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner in drag, had come out as a big supporter of, of Trump's campaign. Those two are actually uh, pretty much buddies. Trump had let Bruce use the bathroom, the women's bathroom, at Trump Tower. Remember back just, you know, when that election was going on, these were still controversial issues, whether or not uh, trannies could use uh, whatever bathroom they pleased. Oh, things have all been settled now. Trainees get to do whatever the hell they want now. But uh, you also got Roger Stone. There's that famous picture of him at a pride parade getting licked by a tranny. That's got to be a tranny, 100%. And he's called himself trisexual because he'll try anything. Men, women, anything. Of course, Roy Cohn, he loved the young boys uh, who would also dress up as uh, feminine-type boys. This was before the trannies were very big. I don't have any evidence of him actually being with with the trannies but there is that picture of him with uh basically a young twink wearing makeup and all dressed up so yeah anyway anyway uh let's let's mention this here you had uh trump inviting caitlin jenner to judge the miss usa beauty pageant An another beauty pageant bringing the trannies Caitlyn Jenner is being asked by none other than Donald Trump to judge next month's Miss USA pageant. She is so courageous, and I think she would be able to really bring something really unique to the panel. She would be the first transgender woman to serve as a judge at the high-profile beauty pageant. Jenner is also being asked to judge the Miss Universe contest, which is also owned by Trump. Paula Shugart is the president of the Miss Universe organization. The pageant as a whole is about confidence and women being confident in their own skin. And the message that Caitlyn is bringing to the world, I cannot imagine how many people she's bringing hope to. Caitlyn Jenner is a huge fan of pageants. As we told you last time, she reportedly picked her new name, Caitlyn, after seeing Miss Connecticut in the Miss America pageant in 2013. I didn't even know that. That Bruce got his new name by watching a beauty pageant. Isn't that something? can be whatever you want in America. You know, I think I actually might want to be a beautiful woman myself. I think I think I could do it. <laughs> so I'm going to be a transgender. <laughs> I I hate this world so much. I hate this Jewish degenerate world so freaking much. And that's what is going to cause this to change is when more people just get so fed up. And then realize that why America is just the worst place to be. This is not freedom. This is enslavement. This is degeneracy, debauchery. This is being ruled by Jews. And just seeing this picture for the next article, oh, it's, it makes me furious. Biden signs executive order to make transgender surgeries free for active military and veterans. This is from Information Liberation. And the picture I'm referencing is a bunch of Men in the military dressed up with their long hair. Nothing wrong with a man having long hair if they're still presenting as a man, but they're wearing the female uniforms. They're f female military uniforms, and they're all, some of them are high-ranking, too. Taxpayers will now foot the bill for gender reassignment surgery for active military personnel and veterans, with some treatments costing upward of $200,000 under an executive order signed by President Biden, the Washington Examiner reports. It, is some of this part of like an MK Ultra program? What is happening with the military? Uh, could it also be that they're just trying to soften up the military for some kind of Red Dawn invasion? I mean, I think the Red Dawn is already upon us, to be honest. 
from the Washington Examiner, tucked inside Biden's, I love that phrase, tucked inside Biden's January 25 transgender order, you know, tucking, uh, enabled all qualified Americans to serve their country in uniform is a clause that repeals an Obama-era policy that prohibited federally funded reassignment surgeries. Obama, you know, back when Biden was vice president, Obama was just, he wasn't progressive enough. Or, you know, the times, they just hadn't progressed enough. And he just, you know, he had to prohibit taxpayers paying for uh, some, some penises to be chopped off. Some neo vaginas to be made. This was followed up by memos from both the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Veterans Affairs Secretary Dennis McDonough, specifying, uh, specifically stating that surgery is now an added benefit. Yes, motorcycles. Oh, I love hearing motorcycles. Can you hear that? Manly. Honestly, I hate freaking motorcycles. They're so annoying. No, not motorcycles. The ones that people drive around, they don't have to be that loud. But, uh,. Yeah, that's a symbol of manhood in America. <laughs> that's like, oh, I, I, never mind. This revised policy will also ensure all medically necessary transition-related care authorized by law is available to all service members, Austin wrote. In a, VI, a VA email to employees, McDonough echoed, perform an assessment of the necessary steps to eliminate the exclusion of gender alteration in the medical benefits package. Yep. So, yeah, remember the the military was going to war with Tuck, the Tuck, Tucker Carlson? Actually, biologically female. Just, <laughs> I don't think that is the case, but I'm sure some, some transvestigations have been done on Tucker. Yeah, they were going to war against Tucker because he was calling out some of this stuff. Remember, remember years ago when they had the military guys uh, walking around in high heels? You know, feel like, to, to basically feel what a, a woman in the military might feel, you know, walk in her shoes, walk a mile in her shoes. I think that was the program or something. I think this is part of the, the programming to get these guys to think, Hey, you know, maybe I should start dressing up as a woman. Besides high heels are retarded for men or women. Don't wear high heels. Terrible for you. Now let's get to, uh, let's get to some other, uh, military people here. Uh, you had the famous Jennifer Pritzker, Pritzker, uh, very much a, a wealthy person now. But uh, let's take a look at the Chicago Tribune article. Jennifer Pritzker, I'm a transgender Republican, but my party is marginalizing me out of existence. This is from 2019. To me, restrictions on transgender military service are personal. I'm a transgender woman. Before my transition, I served as a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. I am proud of the value I provided to the military during my 27-year career. I'm also a Republican who generously supports my party. While Democrats accept the pronoun I prefer, I firmly believe the best government is that which governs least. It's a mistake for the Republican Party to ask me to choose between my true identity. It's not your true identity, you transgender freak. And my philosophy of government. Transgender, it's not even a, a, an accurate word. Just freak shows. For much of my life, I couldn't explore my femininity without significant risk. If the military discovered I dressed as a woman, felt like a woman, and identified as a woman, my career would have ended immediately. Well, you just didn't have the same kind of clout and uh, power that J. Edgar Hoover had. I mean, he liked to dress up, right? You just gotta, you just gotta be in that kind of position. This, this whole thing, this whole thing, it goes back, guys. They're just rolling it out to the rest of us in a big way now. This, they're they're going to create so many serial killers with all this insanity. Anyway, my wish is that more Americans understood the expression of gender. No, there's sex. There's there's uh, biological sex. Gender uh, that has to do with with words, especially in other languages. You know, l or la as the definite articles in Spanish. <laughs> El teléfono. The teléfono is, it has a male gender, right? Masculine gender. La policía. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it la policía? The police is, is feminine. Hmm, interesting. Here's, a, here's something I, I just recently saw. This is from June of 2020, from Military Mentors. A command transition. What I learned along the way. What I learned along the way of becoming a woman. 
So it sh- shows uh, this this man in one picture wearing the the male uniform for the military, and then the next picture, and also balding. And the next picture, longer hair, and then the female version of the uniform. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Bree Fram is an active-duty astronautical engineer in the U.S. Air Force. Bree has served in a wide variety of Air Force positions, including recently in a Research and Development Command position and in an oversight role for all Air Force security cooperation and security assistance activity with Iraq. In earlier assignments, Lieutenant Colonel Fram served in the Air Force Directorate of Strategic Plans, was a legislative fellow at the U.S. Capitol serving on the staff of Congresswoman Madeline Board... whatever... Working for the Air Force, huh? You know what the Air Force was doing in the 90s? Working on the halitosis bomb. You know what the halitosis bomb was uh, also called? The gay bomb. They were working on a gay bomb to turn enemies into flaming faggots. Okay? And by the way, there are not, uh, there aren't trannies. They're just flaming faggots that like to dress up as the opposite sex. Just putting that out there. I don't think they're even trannies. I just think they're faggots that like to dress up as the opposite sex. Um, but this this position of mine, oh, if I had any jobs anymore, I'd be fired from for saying that for sure. But this used to be the position of pretty much standard America for uh, its entire existence, uh, except for the last ten years or so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they, they might not you know, call people faggots, but, but really this kind of stuff was not tolerated. This is just, it's so wrong. Yeah. Did this guy get exposed to the air, the, the gay bomb? Who, who dropped the gay bomb on us? That's what happened through the media, through the chemicals, through all this, all this social engineering, the education system, they dropped the gay bomb on us so that we don't fight back as we're conquered. So, so very obvious. Now, let's take a look real quickly at uh, a little story that came out here. Uh, The former head of a group that sponsors Drag Queen Story Hour was arrested on child pornography charges. Judge Brett Blom alleged to have uploaded obscene files while at Milwaukee County Government Building. Huh. And he was the uh, former head of the Cream City Foundation, which sponsors Drag Queen Story Hour in, in, Milli- in Milwaukee. The Cream City Foundation. You remember when I did that, the wrestling show? If you didn't ever listen to those, listen to the two wrestling shows I did. Because in those shows, I, I talk about the Cream Team. The Cream Team was Pat Patterson and I forget who else was involved with it in the WWF at the time. Uh, but they would abuse ring boys, and they called themselves the Cream Team. So this guy had the Cream City Foundation, and uh, yeah, he was taken into custody by special agents following an investigation into multiple uploads of child pornography through a kick messaging application account in October and November of 2020. 38-year-old Blom had uploaded 27 videos and images containing child pornography. And it's not pornography, it's child rape imagery. So, he's, uh, Blom is currently assigned to Milwaukee County Children's Court. He was the head of the Board of Zoning Appeals for the City of Milwaukee, appointed to the post by Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett, and head of the Cream City Foundation, which provides grant money to LGBTQ groups in the Milwaukee area. Guys, the whole gay rights, the, the, the rainbow flag and all that, they've been covering for child exploitation the whole time. It's not just something that recently happened. It's just on a few bad eggs. That whole rainbow flag of tolerance and diversity and acceptance and love. That's all just covering up the child rape that's been going on. Oh, but we're the haters. They're raping children. And when we object to it, we're the haters. Take a look at this story from the post-millennial. Father jailed after referring to biological female child as his daughter. So... His, his daughter is a biological female, and she she wants to be called a he. The father would not use these pronouns. Now, he was jailed. This is from Canada. There's a man in Canada who can only be alluded to as he who sh- shall not be named. 
Robert Hoogland. For the sake of natural justice, it is important to speak this man's name. He is now the Canadian state's prisoner of conscience. The warrant was issued by a judge for the arrest of a father after calling his biological female child his daughter and referring to her with the pronouns she and her. Hoogland was found to be in com- contempt of court. Hoogland is a father to a gender non-conforming biological female, 16-year-old, who identifies as transgender and prefers the use of male pronouns. Hoogland has repeatedly called this person his daughter, though the court has forbade it. The transition has been underway for more than two years. Canada, in certain parts of Canada, if you don't accept your child's pronouns, yeah, they can be taken from you. On Tuesday at 10 a.m. Vancouver time, Hoogland surrendered himself to the court in response to the Attorney General of British Columbia's warrant, his uh, arrest for contempt. He was arrested in jail. The arrest uh, warrant was issued by Judge Tammon on March 4th, 2021. Hoogland opposes his child's undergoing uh, uh, gender afferma- uh, affirmative medical procedures and has stated this opposition again and again in the hope of saving his child from irreversible harm. Oh, what a terrible father. Wants to save his child from irreversible harm, which leads to so many children committing suicide. The Canadian medical system, the legal system, and the child's mother press ahead with social and medical transition of the child. Summary of the gag order. Uh, A.B., a 14-year-old transgender boy, applies for a protection order to restrain his father, C.D., from publishing, speaking, or giving interviews about this case or about A.B.'s personal and medical information. Uh, C.D. shall be restrained from attempting to persuade A.B. to abandon treatment for gender dysphoria, addressing A.B. by his birth name, and referring to A.B. as a girl or with female pronouns, whether to A.B. directly or to third parties. He can't even talk about his daughter as his daughter to other people by court order. C.D. shall not directly or indirectly through an agent or third party publish or share information or documentation relating to A.B.'s sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, mental or physical health, medical status, or therapies. This is just so sick. So sick. Anyway, this all started without this father's knowledge at the school. So, the... the okay. Um, let's take a look here. Hoogan d- discovered that the school had been showing his daughter SOGI123 the going sexual and gender identity education materials in British Columbia, which amounts to transgender ideology propaganda videos. In the grade 7 yearbook, the child was referred to by a different name. The school counselor changed the child's name without telling her parents. The school socially transitioned the biologically female child on its own initiative with the input of a gender ideologue psychologist, Dr. Wallace Wong. When Hoogland accompanied his child to a consultation with Wong, the psychologist advised the pubescent child to take testosterone. Wong referred the child to the endocrinology unit at the local hospital. Meanwhile, Hoogland was looking for mental health solutions to help the child without drugs. Just a disturbed young young girl who was convinced by the school and Dr. Wong that, uh, yeah, you need to transition. Let's start getting you on some testosterone. It's so sick. It's so awful. What they're doing to children is so criminal. Oh, but last story I wanted to mention here. They've, they got a new, new uh, hero to look up to here. Marvel reveals first gay teen Captain America. Yes, because sticking your penis in the poop hole... That's just the American way. Yay! Aaron Fisher. uh, Is it a Jew? Uh, Or maybe they're just using the Fisher name to... uh, Because that's sometimes a German name too, right? Uh, Yeah, they're using that. Aaron Fisher is the first uh, LGBTQ character to pick up Cap Shield in the comic's 80-year history. Wow. Progress, guys. Progress. Okay, that's that's pretty much all I have for you. But just to summarize all of this insanity, they don't want white people to exist anymore. So they've locked down society. They've locked down schools so that uh, children want to kill themselves. Now, if these children don't kill themselves because of how uh, terrible the prison schools are, well, they might just transition to being a tranny. Or they'll just be a, a standard sodomite or something, and they won't have children. Now, if they do remain cisgendered, 
Well, there are so many chemicals in uh, our environment now that fertility is a huge problem. So they might not even be able to have children if they do want to have children. Now, even if they are fertile, they might just be um, basically masturbating into a machine by the time they're an adult because, hey, you know, that's just the way things are going. Or if they are lucky enough to have a an actual partner, maybe they'll be um, a distance relationship and they'll be having cyber sex with each other. So there are so many different things that are standing in the way of white people having any kind of future. And that's exactly what they want. They want white children to be sexually mutilated at a young age and to kill themselves. That's what they're pushing here. That's the agenda. That's the cliff notes of it here. They want white children sexually mutilated and dead. There you go. Thanks, Jews. Progress for you. I wish I could leave you all with a more positive message, but uh, I really don't have one here other than the first step in solving this is recognizing that we are living in Vimerica and that the way to get out of this is to identify who's doing this to to us and to stop them. So that's our job, guys. Let's save the children. Thanks so much for listening. Check out what we've got at Renegade Tribune and go on over to HeatheNerves.com. I'll talk to you all again soon. That is the new track by Sinead. She did all the work on it, producing it, mixing it, mastering it, singing on it. So if you want to support her, hear the rest, go on over to heathenherbs.com where you can purchase the full song. Thanks so much.